What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. We're going to do things a little bit differently. It is Thursday. We have the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears game tonight. But we're going to go through the whole schedule for the weekend and take a look at all the games since we do have people in playoffs for seasonal. Uh, So, yeah, let's do it. Again, what's going on, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. We're going to run through this real quick. I'm also going to take some players out for our uh, Week 14 main slate. Uh, So we're going to go through it at least. We're going to go through it three times this week. Um, I'm going to go through it today, I'm going to go through it tomorrow uh, during the morning, and then I'll have another podcast out on Saturday, which will be the definitive article run-through for week 14 like usual. Uh, Scheduling for the next few weeks, I'm probably just going to leave the podcast for later in the week. We're just going to go through our DFS and uh, seasonal playoffs. Um, the weekend before Christmas and then the weekend before New Year's, there will be a couple games on the Saturdays, so I will have those separated from the main slate, uh, but we'll put them all on the same spreadsheet. Also remember that even though seasonal will be done and the regular season will be done for DFS, that we do have playoff football DFS that we will be running through, um... Those ones we will have, we'll have a couple of podcasts on them. And then once the Super Bowl has been completed, I'll be running through a lot of seasonal stuff. Um, Probably just having, we'll definitely have one podcast a week, if not two, uh, running through, kind of taking a look back at uh, the season as a whole for each team uh, and seeing where they need to improve the teams uh, for the upcoming NFL draft, which will be in Las Vegas this year. At the end of April, I will be down there, or out there, I should say, out and down. Man, that's kind of how it works since I'm in Wisconsin. So, uh, Any which way, let's get going here. Let's start with the Thursday night game. Uh, Dallas at Chicago. Dallas favored by three points. Uh, 43 and a half over under that line has moved up half a point should be a pretty low scoring game uh, there's a couple of guys that we could take a look at specifically if you're looking at showdown uh, I think Dak Prescott is in play for this game 
even though the numbers would suggest that he's not. Um, definitely for if you have a better option in seasonal, I uh, would use one. Uh, but we're talking like if you have another stud running around, not like if you're, you know, somebody like Ryan Tannehill, I'd probably take the shot on Prescott before I'd ever do Tannehill. But uh, stuff like that. Uh, definitely locking in would try to lock in Zeke Elliott in this game. Bears give up the 18th or 18th in DVP uh, to the running back position, even though their DVOA suggests otherwise at 12 and 12 uh, for the rush and running backs in the passing game. Giving up an average on FanDuel 21.1 and then on DraftKings 24.8. So. Uh, we do have Tony Pollard questionable. We don't have an update on that one. We should have that this afternoon. Um, I'm expecting him to play. He'll have some involvement, but Zeke should be toting the load. Uh, looking at the wide receivers, uh, DVOA suggests that the best player to use would be Michael Gallup. Um Prince of Mukamura is doubtful for this game. That would be the guy that would be lining up across from Michael Gallup. So I don't really hate to play uh, as far as you're saving a little bit of money off Amari Cooper. But I do still kind of have some love for Amari Cooper. He has not been on the injury report. It is technically a bad matchup against Kyle Fuller. But if the Cowboys are smart, they're going to move him around like they did with Galladay, like the Detroit did. Oh, Jesus. They're going to move him around, unlike what, um, oh no, I was right, what the fuck am I thinking? God, I am tired this morning. <sighs> kind of like what the Detroit Lions did with Galladay and Marvin Jones, where they just kind of shifted him around and moved him around. Um, that's why I do not have a problem playing Amari Cooper, uh, especially in showdown slates, considering the fact that a lot of people are probably going to come off of him and go towards Michael Gallup. Uh, don't hate the play. Jason Witten is in play at tight end. Bears have been surrendering points uh, to the tight end position. Uh, he's a good play there. On the other side for the Bears, I don't hate Mitchell Trubisky in this game. I think he's going to have to pa- he's going to have to he's going to have to pass. Uh, get the ball out to his primary receivers, uh, which would be Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller with Taylor Gabriel being out. This is a great spot, and you're hearing it a lot for Anthony Miller uh, this week, so I do not mind that. Uh, Javon Wims, I'm going to kind of stay away at Corderell Patterson. Uh, I respect Byron Jones in the matchup. Now, if Allen Robinson is signing, uh, lining up across from a woozy, or Wouzier, whatever the fuck his name is. God damn it, just get some regular fucking names. Regular fucking American names. Not because I don't give a shit about, you know, people coming to the country. God damn it, just, just easier. I'm just stupid. God damn it, just come in and just be like Chidobe Jones or something like that. I don't know. That's my little mini rant. Um, Taylor Gabriel is out with a concussion. So is Ben Broniker at tight end. Uh, I don't know who the fuck at tight end you would want to use. Um, maybe Jesper Horstead, who scored last week. Um, that'd probably be the primary guy. Uh, 
As far as running backs are concerned, we got David Montgomery versus Tariq Cohen. I'd probably still lean Cohen over David Montgomery uh, just because Cohen is well more involved in the passing game. I don't give a shit what we saw last week. All right, moving on, we have Carolina Atlanta. Atlanta favored by three, 47.5 over under. Um, just by looking at the numbers, and that's basically what I'm going to do here is I'm basically going to start in certain guys just based on numbers. Um, so that puts Kyle Allen in play. Uh, I think you have to consider Christian McCaffrey in this matchup. His price has gone up. On, uh, I don't know. He's the same. Christian McCaffrey is eleven, like he was last week, over on FanDuel. His price went down though on DK, so they're trying to get everybody kind of back on board right in there. Um, I would definitely, uh, as far as wide receivers go, I know uh, the matchup looks good for Curtis Samuel and Jarius Wright. Um, but I think you just basically start at DJ Moore as a safe option there. I'm not looking at tight end at all. Um, Greg Olson would be intriguing, but if he does happen to sit, that would bring up Ian Thomas. A lot of people are going to go there for value. I am not one of them. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pass. You know what? Actually, I'm going to look at Curtis Samuel this week. GPP play, right? GPP play. We got to look at him. That's pretty much it, though. There's not too much. So four guys off of there. Carolina defense, no. Been sucking a bag of dicks lately. Um, I am going to take a look at Matt Ryan, even though the matchup doesn't suggest it. Um, but I do have some interest in here. Uh, we have a team that just lost a head coach, so we don't know how they're going to react. Uh, could work out in Atlanta's favor. I do have some love for Devonta Freeman, even though uh, Atlanta has been very bad at getting the running back involved. Um, this is a really good spot. We like attacking Carolina, so definitely going to consider him there. Uh, Julio Jones... No, I'm going to pass. Uh, we'll look at Calvin Ridley. He is questionable right now, but he's expected to play. So we put him in there. Uh, not looking at Russell Gage or any of the other receivers here. Uh, we do have all the tight ends um, kind of sort of available. Um, the only one that I'm actually kind of interested in is Austin Hooper. Now, this is kind of like a pair thing, pairing up type thing. I only really like Matt Ryan if Austin Hooper's playing. Ever since Austin Hooper went out, that's when that offense started sucking dick. So um, let's kind of pay attention to that. That's kind of where we want to go. If if Austin Hooper's involved, I think that Matt Ryan is, is in play. If not, then I'm probably going to pull him off the board. Next game we got is Baltimore at Buffalo. Baltimore favored by 5.5, over-under at 43.5. A, a lot of these totals you're going to see, they're going to be low, so you got to make a stand somewhere, right? Uh, how do we like to attack Buffalo? Anybody got it? Yes, it's Mark Ingram. 
because we like using running backs against the Baltimore or uh, against the Buffalo Bills. Not touching any of the passing options. Not even touching Mark Andrews. His price is way too high. I do understand that he gets him involved. I do still have some intrigue for Lamar Jackson, um, as he has proven to be kind of matchup proof almost. Um, but we're going to see what happens here. Uh, plus, I like his rushing ability with the fact that Buffalo can't stop the run. So that could work out in his favor. You know, I might actually look at Mark Andrews. Because if he tosses a touchdown to anybody, it's going to be Mark Andrews. None of the other wide receivers are in good spots or even really get any targets if they are in good spots. So let's just do that. Uh, Buffalo side, uh, Josh Allen does intrigue me a little bit. Um, he's probably honestly going to be like the first guy I pull out uh, for tomorrow's podcast. So uh, I do like Devin Singletary a little bit in this matchup. Shift, you know, he's kind of a little shifty, shiftier running back. Should have some success. Um, that's all going to basically come down to price, I believe. Yeah, he's not too bad. Actually, I forgot to mark his price. He's got a really good price over on Fantasy Draft. I really like it over there. Um, not really looking at any of the wide receivers, although if in seasonal I will start John Brown. Um, Marlon Humphreys is questionable in the slot so we need to pay attention to that because that could actually up uh, the ante for Cole Beasley which would actually bring up Josh Allen a little bit um, tight end not really too concerned about it um, none of the guys are actually talented enough to take care of it um, Buffalo's been securing the ball, too, so we're not going to worry about the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, defense. Uh, next game we got is Cincinnati at Cleveland. Cleveland favor, favored by eight. That has gone down from nine points. Uh, 41 over under. That has gone up, I believe, about half a point. So, um, taking a look here. Now, we did get John Ross back, uh, so you do have some upside uh, on a guy like Andy Dalton, although he's not a beloved guy to want to use here. Um, I think Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon actually makes a pretty decent play this week. He's still cheap, and he's getting a ton of volume. So really, if there's anybody that I kind of use between Mixon and Dalton, it's probably going to be Mixon. Uh, to be completely honest with you. The guy with the best matchup, though, is going to be Tyler Boyd. So I do kind of like Tyler Boyd, too. Oh, my God. Are we talking? Are we? D-Roy, are you, ta are you thinking about doing a Cincinnati Bengals stack? No, not at all. Not at all. Um... Tight ends have had some success here. Uh, and I'm going to research this. 
because where the other guys where Finley liked to kind of go to Eifert if I remember correctly Dalton really liked going to Uzuma and that was something that I might have missed um, last week so I'm going to go back and take a look at that uh, I think Baker Mayfield's in play on the other side. But, you know, the two guys that I really like. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not like we didn't see this matchup, you know, coming here. This is kind of like the Dolphins. This is kind of like the same thing with the Dolphins. Now, I like Nick Chubb. I like both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is coming up in price, though. That's the only problem. Uh, do like Odell Beckham. He is getting a ton of targets. He's just not producing with them. Um, unlike Brandon Cooks. Uh, I think you have to keep Jarvis Landry um, in play here. Oh, fuck a duck. Did I not? Did I skip him over on FanDuel? I might have fucked it. I might have fucked up and not put in his price. Ah, shit. Well, it's too late. There we go. 17. Or tied for 17. Like them, tight ends. I have no fucking clue what's going on at tight end there, so we're not even going to pay attention to that. Well, I look at the Cleveland Browns defense. Yeah, look at the injury report. Cleveland's always in play. Cleveland's a, anybody that's playing Cincinnati is always in play. Oh, they're pretty cheap though over here. Miss that. They're pretty cheap on uh, Yahoo compared to everywhere else. Bling. Bling. There we go. Next game, Washington at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by 13. Uh, 41 and a half over under. That has come down, I believe, from 42 and a half. So it's come down a full point. I do not like Dwayne Haskins whatsoever. Do not fucking ever ask me that. Um, we do need to take a look at Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson in this matchup. Uh, they're completely splitting at 50-50, right? But they're both actually producing. So could be a spot where we actually just kind of shift over to Adrian Peterson and let all the Geist shares go. I do like Geist in this matchup. If you want to play him in a flex, yes, I think he's definitely in play. Uh, mostly because he's got the most upside from Peterson. You know, uh, younger legs, uh could catch passes and actually do something with them a little bit more easily. Um, not looking at any of the wide receivers here or the tight ends. Fuck Jeremy Sprinkle. Fuck Hale Hentages. Uh, other side, I think you can definitely take a look at Rodgers. Uh, he's pretty amped up for the game. Uh, wanting everybody to get to the game early, tailgate, get hammered, and get involved so um 
one of the thing other guys that I'm going to take a look at uh, is Aaron Jones. I think a lot of people are going to stay away from him, but he's, his price over on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft is actually really, really good, so I kind of like it. Uh, Devontae Adams always in play, even in a poor matchup on paper. Uh, Washington is six in DVOA against wide receiver ones. Interesting. Um, I think we got our guy that we can go with with Adams, and that is going to definitely be Lazard. The Lizard Man. Um, he seems to be the guy that uh, Rodgers prefers to target outside of Adams. So I think he's definitely in play. Uh, Jimmy Graham is also in play at tight end. It's a really good matchup there. So, yeah, if you're struggling at tight end, you might want to take a look at Jimmy Graham, especially in seasonal, if he's sitting out there on the waiver wire, which is quite possible. Uh, Alan Lazard, if you need a high upside play, uh, he would definitely be a guy that you can take a look at. He'd be going against Fabian Monroe. Uh, I kind of like attacking Fabian Moreau. I don't know why Moreau has the advantage on him, though. That's the only problem. Um, definitely, we're taking a look at Packers' defense. Uh, should be good for seasonal as well. But it's all whether or not that pass rush shows back up. They've been struggling lately. They haven't been forcing a lot of turnovers, so... Um, that's what we need out of them. Uh, next game, we got Detroit at Minnesota. I really, actually, really, really like this game. I don't know if I could ever pull the trigger on this. But I actually kind of like it a little bit more than Andy Dalton and, and as David Blau. Now, pay attention because Stafford has not been ruled out for this game yet. He's questionable, but he's not ruled out. So um, definitely something to kind of keep your eye on. Now, running back, I I know what Seattle did, but that's Seattle. This is the Lions, so no both Scarsboro. Um, you have Kenny Galladay at wide receiver. You have Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. We have seen that Blau just likes to, Blau will sling it. So that's good for the wide receivers. Uh, Galladay is going to have Trey Waynes, and then Marvin Jones is going to have Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is generally the guy that we like to attack. Uh, he's usually the guy that covers the wide receiver one on the right side, I believe. Uh, so... Remember, this is the matchup where Marvin Jones went off for three. Is he going to be able to get three with David Blau? That's what we really need to figure out. Okay. Um, of all the games, this is probably the one that I'd most like to attack uh, as far as the game stacking. Um, I think what you saw from Kenny Galladay on Thanksgiving is going to draw a lot of ownership over to him. So if you want to look at the ownership, you want a lower play, then you go Jones in this matchup. I 
don't think a lot of people are going to remember the three touchdown thing until, you know, everybody starts fucking talking about it on the radio. I could be wrong. This could be an even matchup as far as ownership is concerned. Could just run them both because, I mean, they both fucking scored last week. So um, that's quite a possibility because there's nobody else. I mean, you could consider... I could consider Danny Amendola in this, okay? I want to see what his target share was last week with Blau because he was in a good matchup too. Um, So I kind of want to see what his what his target share was, but more than likely you're going to go either Galladay or Jones. The other side, I think you can safely consider Kirk Cousins. This defense of the Detroit Lions has completely fallen apart. I would like to see Adam Thielen here. I'd love to see Alan Thielen return. Because Alan Thielen... (laughs) Adam Thielen, Alan Thielen, are you fucking kidding me? Adam Thielen would open up the offense a little bit more for everybody, be less constrained. Uh, they could shift digs around, try and you know pull Slay off of him. Um, but Slay is probably uh, going to shadow him uh, just for the fact that Rashawn Melvin is going to be questionable. Rashawn Melvin hasn't been great. But they have, um, well, you know, the Samani Aruwarie. Oh, my God. Come on. Um, <laughs> um, that would... Amani... Aruwarie actually has been pretty good um, on the field, so <laughs> god damn it! I think I think the other side they're completely out of play. Olabisi and Laquan. Um, I would take a look actually at Diggs and Thielen. Thielen is actually in a better matchup uh, going against Justin Coleman, who has just fallen off a fucking cliff this year. Um, at running back, it's pretty self-explanatory. If Dalvin Cook is out, uh, I would just go ahead and put Alexander Madison in here. And I know, I know, <laughs> Renner's going to hate it when I say this. The free square. He is the free square of the week. If Cook is out. But I know that Steve would actually agree with me, though, that Alexander Madison, if, if, if Dalvin Cook is out, you have to have Alexander Madison. Um, especially in cash. It's, it's kind of a risky fade, I think, even in GPP. I'd probably have all the shares. He's cheap. He's too cheap for the upside that he poses. He can produce just like Dalvin Cook if he's given the opportunity. And this is an explosive matchup. Yeah, I probably would have about eighty percent Alexander Madison. You can't pass on it. Even with even in Dalvin Cook's situation here, 
the shoulder kind of keeps me away from him a little bit, but it's a great matchup, so it's worth the risk uh, in, say, a GPP setting. I uh, do like uh, Kyle Rudolph in this matchup. We like our tight ends versus uh, this defense. So, and he's pretty not too. He's not too badly priced. He's way mispriced over on Fanduel, though. Way mispriced. He's gonna be completely highly owned, especially if Thielen's out. Just watch that. Uh, next game we have is San Francisco at New Orleans. Um. New Orleans favored by two and a half, 44 over under. Uh, I do not know if I like anything here. Um, maybe Debo. Maybe Debo on this side. Maybe Debo. Now, I don't usually like to use tight ends to attack. Uh, New Orleans, but I think you could you could pitch you could make a pitch that George Kittle is not your ordinary tight end, and that uh, he's usable at least in a GPP setup. He is questionable right now. Um, go back to Debo. Debo is still considered the wide receiver two versus Sanders. So wide receiver two, the New Orleans Saints are 19th against them. Um, like I said, he has an advantage over Eli Apple. Uh, speed kills, man, speed kills. Uh, Manuel Sanders doesn't have the speed. Kendrick Borden really doesn't have the speed. So who's it going to be? It's going to be Debo. Saints have struggled against guys of speed. Just look at Calvin Ridley. So just definitely consider it. Um, New Orleans Saints, God. I mean, Michael Thomas is always going to be relevant, right? But it's just whether or not you really want to spend the money on it. Um, this is not a good spot for, really a good spot for Camara. but I keep rem- remembering about Kenyon Drake against the same team. So... I'll consider I'll consider Kamara for now. Um, I don't think I'm going to consider Michael Thomas. I think they're pretty much going to bracket coverage him. Um, not like you can sit him in seasonal though. I have a couple of shares. There's no way in hell I'd sit him. Uh, next game we have is Miami at New York Jets. Uh, Jets are favored. Jets are favored by five and a half. What the fuck? Um, 45 over under. I've already stated this early in the week. I do kind of like Fitzpatrick in this matchup. Uh, we like our quarterbacks against the secondary, which is very, very poor. Um, so we'll definitely take a look at him. Uh, running backs, Patrick Laird. No. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this shit. I know there's a lot of people that are going to use him. He's going to be pretty chalky, but I don't really fucking care. I'm not using him. Uh, Devontae Parker. Another uh, another great spot here. So we will consider him. Now you can also take a look at Alan Hearns too. I don't know if I could use him in seasonal. Parker I can. I don't know if I can use Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns goes against uh, 
New York Jets, wide receiver two. They are 28th in the league at points allowed to a wide receiver two. 24th against wide receiver ones, so it's the top two, but I've said it before and I'll say it again. I like my wide receiver ones versus the New York Jets. Um, as far as defenses, no, I'm not considering it. We'll consider Sam Darnold in this matchup. Man, I gotta pair down a lot of a lot of quarterbacks. I'm not really too worried about a lot of positions as far as ownership this week. You know, that that's outside of like the Alexander Madison play because everybody would be on that. Um, so if we look at other running backs, uh, Le'Veon Bell at some point has to be get, has to get some touchdowns here. I'm sorry. It's got to happen at some point in time. They've got to pull their head out of their ass. It's probably more a GPP-type play, uh, depending upon price, but uh, definitely something to consider. All the wide receivers are in play, from Robbie Anderson to Jameson Crowder to Demarius Thomas. I actually saw Jameson Crowder on my waiver wire. Thinking about picking him up. We'll see what happens. Let me take a look at that. Uh, Ryan Griffin is in play. Uh, he's questionable right now. That's just because he he's stomach flu or something like that. So not too worried. So take a look there. No Jets defense. Let's see here. Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. Tampa favored by three. 47 over under. God. Well, definitely Jack Doyle. Uh, consideration. Just nobody left. Price has come up a bit. I mean, I still like him on most of the sites. Just probably not Yahoo. Yahoo, he's the fourth highest price tight end, so... Yeah, thanks. Thanks for playing. Um, currently in a holding pattern. I am, actually now that I look at this, I am actually going to go ahead and assume that T.Y. Hilton is out. This is kind of a game time decision type deal, so I'm just going to kind of move this down. So, let's get this fixed. Come on, there. Yeah, I'm going to assume T.Y. Hilton's out. He's talking that he doesn't know if he can play or not, so that's really going to pull him back, pull him off the board. Um, I do think Brissett is in play because it is Tampa Bay. Um, he should be able to run a little bit himself against this team, even though they're good you know, against running backs. Um, man, the price, he's still kind of priced up way too much. I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, Zach Pascal has the best matchup. I do kind of like, I do kind of like the Marcus Johnson. Um, 
have to take a look at him against uh, Jamal Dean. Decent matchup. Definitely Pascal I would play. You can play, you know, as long as T.Y.'s out. You could play Pascal in seasonal. I wouldn't do this Marcus Johnson move. <sighs> At all. But, I, I mean, definitely Doyle. Doyle's going to make the list, so we'll have to consider that. We can't consider the Colts' defense. Um, against Tampa, Tampa will continue to throw, 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 so that just means more and more opportunities. Uh, defense is talented enough to try and take advantage of that. Um, but whether or not they can is the next question. Tampa side, I don't know. I don't think I'm looking at Winston at all. Um, I hate to say it, I might actually look at Peyton Barber this week. <coughs> I don't know if I'm going to get that sneaky, though. I don't know how we get that sneaky. They give up points to the running back on the ground, not so much through the air, so that's pretty much going to kill off Ronald Jones. Um, man, oh man, i got to take a look at here, because maybe I will consider Winston. Mike Evans is in a hell of a matchup against Pierre Desaire. I think you can consider him there. It's kind of funny that they got Brashard Perriman involved last week, and now he goes against Rocky Asin, and he's got the advantage, clear advantage. Now Chris Godwin actually wouldn't be too bad if Kenny Moore is out. He's questionable right now. I'm actually, I think. Yeah, we'll consider Winston. Let's take a look at it. This list is terribly long. Got to get off a couple of more games here. Tight ends, no. Tampa defense, no. Yeah. Move on. Denver at Houston. Houston favored by 9.5, 42 over under. Uh, I'm not going to go ahead and look at Drew Locke. Houston. Ugh. Man, am I tired. Houston has been giving up points to running backs. I will take a look at Lindsey. Lindsey, they've been. A lot of people have been getting screwed over on, on Lindsey. We kind of pulled off on that. Didn't run with it last week because I saw something I didn't like in there. Um, as far as the wide receivers, I think you have to consider Cortland Sutton. Um, just for the plain simple fact that, in this, and especially for Cash, because he's, he's at his third quarterback and all of them target the shit out of him. So uh, that's intriguing. just don't think Drew Locke's going to explode now. Rookie rookie quarterback, they have some tape on him. On the Houston side, I am definitely considering Deshaun Watson. 
I would use them as seasonal this week. Um, Denver has been starting to give up points a little bit more each week uh, to opposing quarterbacks, so he's definitely in play. Funny, th- funny thing is, everybody keeps saying, "Oh, you can't go against Chris Harris. You can't go against Chris Harris." Guess what? You can fucking go against Chris Harris. This is this is basically. Chris Harris has turned into the new Xavier Rhodes. Just not. He hasn't quite hit that potential quite yet. So. um, I'm definitely going to consider DeAndre Hopkins. Now, if I use him, I guarantee you he fails. If I don't play him, he'll win. And he'll be good. Uh, the other guy that I want to consider is Will Fuller. Uh, faster, you know, speedier wide receivers. The Denver Broncos have been having issues with. Um, he is questionable right now. It is a hamstring. So we're definitely thinking um, or keeping an eye on on the situation there. So we can figure everything out for this week. Houston defense in play. I know they haven't been all that great, but this is Denver. Denver on the road with a rookie in his second game. If they can't blow him out, it's over. Over. All right. Sunday late afternoon games. Ooh, LA Chargers at Jacksonville. Chargers favored by three, 43 over under. Uh, this is definitely the Melvin Gordon game. It's actually pretty fairly priced. 13, 13, 15, and 15. Hmm. Nice. Um, man. I hate going off the Wednesday injury report. All three of the starting um, corners for the Jags are all questionable, but that could just be, you know, bullshit, bullshit. Uh, We're definitely considering Mike Williams here. He has not scored a touchdown yet. He's got a good matchup here, so I would take a shot on him. Um, Quite possibly here, you could take a look at Hunter Henry, too. Options probably for tight end. Um, Jacksonville side. God, I am not even going to consider Gardner Minshew in this spot. I will consider Leonard Fournette. Mostly because of that FanDuel price. FanDuel price is really, is really low compared to the other sites. So it could be just the pricing guy in me. Uh, but uh, definitely in play. Not really considering any of the wide receivers there. Defense, no, you've been playing like shit. Sunday late afternoon, 
Tennessee at Oakland. Tennessee is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That has dropped from three. Uh, still 47 over under. Can you consider Ryan Tannehill? Yes. 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 Good, good, good. Uh, definitely Derrick Henry. Just been killing it lately. Killing it. Bringing his point total up. Still not catching any passes, so he's got to get it. He's got to get the touchdown. He's gonna have to always get the touchdown. Um. Mini triplets are all in play from Davis, A.J. Brown to uh, Adam Humphreys. Just don't know which one yet. Probably A.J. Brown. He's probably going to be the guy that everybody gravitates to. Okay. Uh, John Smith. Nah. Would I consider... The Tennessee Titans defense. I would on DK. DK and Fantasy Draft 21 and 20 over there. There's 7 and 11 over on FanDuel and um, Yahoo. Holy shit. There we go. Oakland side. <sighs> I will take a look at Tyrell Williams only because. Dory Jackson's questionable. But he hasn't really been involved too much lately. So it kind of makes me want to stray away from him. Uh, the guy I would definitely consider would be Darren Waller. Uh, like the FanDuel price where he's down to 10. He's 6'5 six, and 6 on the other three. So you get a bit of a discount there. Yeah, I think that's fine. Late afternoon. We got four late afternoon games that we got to consider. Kansas City at New England. Uh, New England favored by three. This is a 49 over under. I have no clue where I want to go here. Um, I know there's a little bit of love here for Darwin Thompson. If Damian Williams and LaShawn or Damian Williams is out, um, now they brought in Spencer Ware. I don't expect them to use him. So we'll consider Darwin Thompson. We'll watch that situation. Uh, I kind of actually like. Tyreek Hill, a little bit contrarian. Uh, he's done well against the New England defense. They haven't been able to have a guy that actually covers them. Uh, should be covering Travis Kelsey for the most part. So uh, I'll consider him in this matchup. I, I'm not going to go Patrick Mahomes. It's a little bit too pricey for me there. Uh, other side, New England. You got the big debate. Sonny Michelle or James Washington. We've talked about this matchup before, or at least matching up with the uh, 
Kansas City Chiefs. You like to have your running backs in there. Uh, not going to consider. Hmm. Maybe I will consider Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu. Sanu is priced way the fuck down. Might be a nice value piece. Uh, should be the last afternoon game. Uh, Pittsburgh at Arizona. Pittsburgh favored by two and a half. 43 and a half over under. Um, we're going to pay attention to the status of one James Conner. Because uh, that could give us Benny Snell again in this matchup. Which I don't hate. I still like running backs against Arizona. So there. That's Henry. Uh Juju Smith Schuster looks unlikely to play. So let's see here. Let's gonna move these down. What am I doing? Do, 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 do. Trying to fix something here. Because it doesn't look like Schuster's going to be playing. Um, should I actually put James Washington as a number one? I don't necessarily know that you have to have this play or use this play. Um, he is cheap as shit, though, if you play over on Yahoo. He's fifteen. He's fifteen bucks over there, so he's five bucks above minimum, and he'd get a top target guy. So I do not hate that. Uh, not going to look at Deontay Johnson, Tevin Jones, any of them. Uh, we have to consider. Uh, we have to consider Vance McDonald, Arizona. You know, tight ends versus Arizona. So we'll consider him. We'll consider him. Let's see here. Arizona side. Don't really like anything. That's kind of the problem. Like Pittsburgh's defense, even on the road. Defenses, I only have six. It's probably the smallest amount of any position. Yeah, there's just nothing here that I like. I don't like any of it. All right, Sunday Night Football. Uh, Seattle at LA Rams. This just became a pick em this morning. Uh, came down, I believe it was one, one and a half. Ugh. Total came down to 47.2. I believe that is down from 48. And a half, I believe. So, um, I don't really know where to go here in this game. I don't know what to tell you about Tyler Lockett. Um, God, they got Ramsey listed against him. I don't think that's quite it, but 
Um, yeah, it's gonna be hard. This is gonna be hard. I do. I. Mm, I think a lot of people are gonna stay for away from Rashad Penny in this matchup, right? Because split carries with Carson. But the smart person would see that the LA Rams give up give up points to running backs in the passing game. So I think Penny's in play. I actually don't hate Chris Carson either. Um I just think I prefer Penny. So let's see here. Oh, yeah, 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 Okay. So, yeah, we'll consider Tyler Lockett. Tight ends are all hurt right now. Not there. Hmm. It is at home. Hey, look at the numbers. I goff. I goff awful. A lot of people might be on them now. Early. He's been getting some run lately, but whether or not that continues for another week is another story, so we'll consider him. Hey, 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 hold on. Yeah, let's put him in the right spot here. Uh, tight ends now. Robert Woods versus Shaquille Griffin. I'll consider Woods and Cup. I'm done with Brandon Cooks. That, that game is played out. If you want to use him, go ahead. Probably will score because, you know, what the hell do I know? Uh, Monday Night Football, you have New York Giants at Philadelphia. Philadelphia favored by 9.5. It's a 46 over under. Uh, the 9.5 went up from a 9 on the news that Eli Manning's probably going to start. So he's worth half a point. Hmm. Reminder for my dentist appointment. Um... I don't know what I can tell you about Saquon Barkley. It's just, it is what it is. Um, you're going to use him no matter what. I do like Sterling Shepard in this matchup. I like Golden Tate if he is available. Uh, Slayton has the matchup against the Eagles secondary, so that's your high-flying option. Uh, Evan Ingram, if he's starting, I think you have to play. He's been practicing this week, so I like him there. Other side of the ball, Carson Wentz has a great matchup against the secondary. We saw what Aaron Rodgers did last week. Uh, Miles Sanders is definitely in play if uh, Jordan Howard is out, which 
is apparently going to happen again. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey in a good spot. He's healthy. J.J. Arthaga-Whiteside is the other guy against DeAndre Baker. Um, kind of like him. Uh, Zachers, eh, not so much. Not so much. He's not even on the injury report. Fucker was hurting all week. But uh, Philly, Philly defense definitely in play. Uh, with Eli, but Eli has had a tendency to not turn the ball over. Just pretty much, he's just sucked. So, um, yeah, that's what all I got for you guys today. I'll have the spreadsheet out today. Um, whether or not I put the pic- I I put the pictures up for the Thursday night game. You know, the Jazz up at the top of the list. I uh, haven't done it for the other ones yet. If you do see them on there, it's because I went back and did it before I sent it out. But i got to get my yard work done first before I worry about that. So, spreadsheet's going to be out <clears throat> today. No problem. Uh, like I said, jazzed up with the pictures. It takes roughly about 45 minutes to an hour to get all the pictures and stuff in there. So... If I have the time, then that means I have to end this podcast right now, which is exactly what I'm going to do. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace out.